Well, a new survey uh, taking a look at uh, workplace sexual harassment, and it's showing that about half of workers uh, in the province say they have experienced workplace sexual harassment. Uh, even bigger proportion have observed instances of sexual harassment. Um, and, and along with that, um, it's going largely unreported. Well, now uh, there is a help center that's been set up to help deal with this. It is the Alberta Sexual Harassment Resource Hub. I want to talk more about this with Carolyn Cron, who is the executive director of the Workers Resource Center. Carolyn, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Carolyn, you know what? I always want to try and, 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 and figure out what it is, because I think there are different levels of sexual harassment. What is it uh, from, from, I guess, the, the least uh, offensive one to the most? What is the range? Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's relative based on the individual um, and their own personal experiences with the workplace. I mean, I think the important thing to remember is Sexual harassment can take many forms. So when people historically think of sexual harassment, you know, they think of, you know, egregious um, physical contact or very overt um, sexual messages to someone. But sexual harassment can be things like, you know, the implication that you won't get a job if you if you don't do exactly what someone says. Um, it can be, you know, jokes in the workplace. So So I think it's important that people really understand that Sexual harassment is more than just egregious physical contact. It can it can really take a number of forms and, and often has to do with really a power um, mm. imbalance so much as, as just the, the action itself. Um, when we take a look at these numbers, when, when, when you saw the 49%, that half of workers, 49% in the province say they've experienced workplace sexual harassment, uh, was that a surprise to you, Carol, uh, Carolyn? It really isn't, and I and I don't think it would be a surprise to many of our our campaign partners that mm-hmm. are on this here for Health.ca either. I mean, I think certainly, you know, there are certain uh, demographics that are more um, open up to the possibility of sexual harassment, uh, particularly the hospitality industry. Um, it often will disproportionately affect um, young women. Um, certainly, you know, a lot of those stories came alight during the Me Too movement. So, so I don't think it, it is a surprise. Um, you know, our goal is, though, we don't want to identify the problem via the survey and not offer a solution. So, so that collective Alberta Sexual Harassment Resource Hub is really our solution to try and, and address and mitigate some of these issues that we see. You know, it was, it was funny when we first heard this, this, this study of oh, half uh, of Alberta workers experiencing sexual harassment. My first reaction was, what, only half? Because it's, it's <laughs> I know, it's, a, it's sort of a ridiculous, but at the same time, it tells us how recognized this already is. I think most people are aware this happens, and it's a matter of why something more hasn't been done to address it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and that's what our survey is showing, too, right? I mean, one in 10 only report the incident to management, and, and that can be for a variety of reasons. There's a lot of people, you know, who might fear uh, repercussions if they report it. Um, there are people who fear job loss. Um, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily know what, what their rights are and where to report. Um, so, so we want to take that guesswork out of it. So, so our new resource here for health.ca, what it does is it asks a series of guided pathway questions that then auto-populates the referral to the correct agency. So we're really trying to address the problem from 
from the problem itself, not necessarily from looking at it from different agencies mm. to access support. We really want to streamline that process so that people who are, who are navigating this feel supported and don't have to put the burden of research on themselves. Carolyn, I, I get what you're saying on that, and I think that uh, I think this this uh, this um, this site is obviously much needed, and it's going to be quite helpful. Um, but I'm wondering if if it's not if the harassment isn't being reported in the place where it happens, um, and it's going through somewhere else. I mean, isn't that just another kind of layer to trying to get things figured out and having it dealt with? I think it depends what types of supports people are looking okay. for. So, so from our end, you know, sexual harassment reporting through occupational health and safety is, is one mechanism. Um, but, but it doesn't always address all the issues that may come along with that. So, so our resource offers, you know, the opportunity to access one line to help victims um, experiencing that with, with some counseling and guidance. We offer um, casework support in case a client wants to look at at filing a human rights complaint. Mm. Uh, we offer kind of a suite of, of legal information resources on the topic. So, so I, I totally sympathize and understand your point, but I think, I think the yeah. goal we're trying to show is it doesn't always have to be reported through yeah. a, a government agency or access. There, there's lots of supports you know, that can come along with it. And, and what some people decide is that reporting it yeah. formally isn't right for them. Yeah. And and that's okay. Yeah. But we I, want them to make the best decision possible with the information they have. Yeah, I was just going to suggest that not everybody wants to report it and for various reasons, rightly or wrongly. Uh, yeah. So what, what happens after a report of sexual harassment? What happens so you get, to, you get directed to one of these resources I'm sure that there are multiple possibilities, but in general, what would happen? Yeah, I mean, it depends what mechanism you're going. So with occupational health and safety, you know, they may they may visit the site, they may conduct kind of a needs assessment there. Um, but if you're filing, and what employers really need to know, too, is that there are monetary damages um, that can be assigned. So if we file a complaint, so the Workers Resource Center helps clients through the Alberta Human Rights Commission's um, complaint process. So, so there can be a large, a large settlement that can come with that if, if sexual harassment leads to something like a human rights tribunal. So we know that human rights tribunal um, uh, settlements are, are on the rise. We just had a sexual harassment um, settlement through the tribunal that was in the tens of thousands of dollars. So, you know, I think employers, and we offer training, it offers opportunities on the site as well for employers. I think mm. employers need to realize that, that, you know, they need to address this before it becomes, you know, something that could potentially harm their bottom lines as well. Well, it needed to be addressed years ago, mm. Carolyn. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it needed to be addressed a long, long time ago. What does success look like for this center? Yeah, I mean, so our agency, the Workers' Resource Center, is a free service that offers employment uh, casework support on various topics. So this is one of the things that we're doing. Yeah. Um, so, so we're really just hoping to, you know, provide a safe, supported space um, that individuals who maybe don't know their rights or don't know where to go don't feel the immediate pressure to visit, you know, a government site and look through that information. We, we want to provide them support and guidance through whatever process they, they decide. They're in the driver's seat, mm -hmm. ultimately. 
Yeah. Well, how many times have you heard from people who said, well, I, I felt like nothing could be done or I felt helpless. I had nowhere to go. So now there's at least yeah. a place to go and you can start down yeah. the road. <laughs> they haven't met our team yet. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can work with you. We're very good at what we do, for very sure. <laughs> mm, again, the website is hereforhelp.ca. Carolyn Cron joining us this morning. Thank you so much for this. Thank you. Have yeah. a great day. Yeah, you take care. Take care now.